You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Where are you at with the Patriots and, and, and the offense and what's going on with Mac Jones? Because that's got to be better. Well, I think the other side of the ball is really solid. I think they're really good defensively. Uh, they drafted some good corners last year. Uh, they continue to, you know, they added Christian Gonzalez, another corner this year. I, I think the defense is going to be fine. I think offensively, you think about the great brady leg Belichick teams, okay, for two decades. Outside of Randy Moss, they didn't have a fleet of great wide receivers, but they had great slot receivers, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, uh, Danny Amendola. I mean, they had great slot receivers. They had great tight ends, okay? Obviously, Gronk, and before that, um, they had great tight ends, and they threw to their running backs. That's kind of – and Brady just nickel and dimed you, and they didn't make mistakes. Yeah. Okay. They still – you know, I feel like they still want to play the same way, but they don't have those players. Look, Ramondre Stevenson is a quality back. The offense line is good. It's not great. But I just don't see the firepower at receiver. Like, they had a Juju Smith-Schuster, but nobody thinks Juju is going to change the way they play the game on the perimeter. Devontae Parker, they reassigned him. I've seen Devontae have some decent years in Miami. I haven't really seen him be great. You know, they had drafted, you know, they have Kendrick Bourne. Like, they have guys there. Um, You know, I just don't see – Tyquan Thornton was a rookie last year, second round. I just don't see the firepower. At wide receiver. Now, you can change and put Billy O'Brien at, at coordinator. He knows what he's doing, how to call plays. Mac Jones can not turn a ball over. I just don't see them up against Miami, against yeah. the Jets corners, being able to win on the outside. And so then you go, okay, we got to really play great ball control. We can't make mistakes. And that you just can't play and win big. That style right now in this league, it's not fair to Mac Jones, I don't believe. And I just don't believe you can compete against the other three teams with what they have at wide receiver. Baldy, you're right. Uh, the Cheetah and Waddle in Miami. I mean, you know, Diggs in, in, in Buffalo. All these teams in their division, as I said, I feel like they've improved in those areas. And here's the thing about New England. The offense was terrible last year, guys. It just was, okay? Yeah. T- two reasons. One, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge had never called plays, and, and that played into it. And then you had a quarterback who just wasn't playing well, 
So the offense was abysmal, and you're not you're not scoring points. I know everybody thinks that the way you win in this league is you got to have a great defense, and you do. But you still got to score points, Baldy. You still yeah. got to be able to put the ball in the end zone. And I just don't know if this particular version of the Patriots are going to be able to do that enough. And remember this too, guys. Bailey Zappi, okay, at one point last year was the fan favorite. They're on national television and people are – they got Zappi shirts on and people are going nuts. So I just think that that is something they've got to get figured out. Let me ask you about this back half. You mentioned Christian Gonzalez. Um, he was high on everybody's draft board. They go and they decide to go get him out of Oregon. How good is he going to be? How much better does he make that back half of the defense? They love to play sticky man coverage. They they typically don't draft corners in the first round. They have found Malcolm Butler. They found J.C. Jackson. You know, they have found guys in free agency and developed, and they, they picked up Stephon Gilmore from Buffalo. You know, they've, they've gone out and gotten their corners, great corners from other teams. And then they have developed young corners into the style that they like to play. They've got a fleet of safeties that are good. Uh, the, the pass rushers are are elite, you know, with what you, they have on the edge right now. Josh Uche really came on last year. They're, they're good defensively. Like, I don't I don't have any questions. I think they're a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think that right now when you look at them, you go, you know, Matt Judon can – uh, can can be as disruptive as just about anybody off the edge. The way that they play defense is it's unique in their style and how they keep everything in front of them. But yet they can take out the the you know the edge guys, the fringe guys. I, I just don't see like I, I just remember that first game last year against Miami in Miami, and there's Tua on fourth down before the end of the half, and they're like, we're going for it, and he hits you know uh, Jalen Waddle. Next thing yeah. you know, Waddle's doing the Waddle in the end zone. <laughs> are just going, you know, they're just freaking fast and slippery and, you know, and, and they attack. And if you're not attacking in this league, like aggressively attacking, then I don't think that you're playing to win the game the way it has to be right now. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Guys, we are previewing the AFC East. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, subscribe, like us. It's in the huddle. Tell your friends, guys, wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey, obviously, carries our podcast, and we'd love for you guys to check us out. Go go, go review the old stuff. Go look at some of the old stuff. Baldy's been saying crazy stuff for months now, all right? Make sure you check it all out. Baldy, what about the Buffalo Bills? They got pushed around in the playoffs, and I want to address the offensive line. Did they do anything to make the offensive line better? Because everybody looks back to that game against Cincinnati and they go, wait a minute. They physically beat them up. How much better are the Bills going to be up front to protect Josh Allen? And are they going to be able to run the ball better this season? Well, they went out and got Connor McGovern from Dallas, you know, a big guard. They uh, they drafted Osiris Torrance from Florida, a big guard. Um, they wanted to get bigger inside, you know, and so – I think Deion Dawkins and Spencer Brown still be their tackles, I would imagine. But they're going to try and get bigger up front, give Josh a, 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 like just a cleaner pocket to be able to stay there and not have to be, um, you know, superhero Josh Allen in order to complete a third and five. You know, and Cincinnati whipped them so bad. I mean, they scored 10 points. 
at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. And Josh Allen got blitzed, got pressured. Every single guy up front got beat once quickly, where all of a sudden, you know, Josh is under siege. And now he's got to, you know, he's got to go to hero ball to try and win. And couldn't get the ball to his star wide receiver. He wasn't happy. Didn't seem like he, Stephon Diggs, was happy the whole offseason about how he was <laughs> Yeah. So um, I don't know if Buffalo goes backwards. Um, like they added, they added some players to the running back room. Um, I got to see, I think James Cook is the starting running back for sure. But, you know, they added Damian Harris, who was a, you know, a very good back in New England. They, had, they they brought in Latavius Murray, who's probably on a six team now, but he's a big back. He, uh, you know, he has had his moments in this league. Maybe it's, you know, just short yardage, goal line type plays for Latavius. I don't know, but they've got a, a rotation of backs now that says maybe if they get bigger up front, they can move the line of scrimmage more and they put these backs in some combination. Maybe they can be a better running team and not have to throw it so much. That's kind of what I think they want to try to do. And then, you know, once Von Miller got hurt last year defensively, like the pass rush really wasn't very good. And young corners on the edge, Kair, you know, um, Kair Elam, you know, the guys that, you know, were out there on the edge, they they weren't very good. You know, and then, of course, DeMar, like the things that happened. So they weren't – and, you know, and now Leslie Frazier's not coming back. He's taking a year off. So I feel like Buffalo might not be the team to beat in the AFC East right now because of some of the things I've just said. We'll see how the changes are. But they don't look like their clear-cut front favorites the way – I think we all thought at this time of the last two years. Do you think Leslie Frazier is done coaching? Or is this, he's just taking a break? What do you think? Well, I saw him. I, I just saw him. Uh, you know, he, 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 NFL Network signed him. He's doing TV for us. And I just saw him in Los Angeles last weekend. And quite honestly, Carl, he's frustrated, uh, very frustrated that he can't get a second head coaching job. And he thought maybe he needs to step away. You know, the defense has been elite. Um, yeah until it fell apart with injuries last year, but it has been elite, has carried this team, uh, perennial playoff team, perennial playoff winning team. And he really, he he got some interviews, but he said they weren't really very serious. So he thought maybe if I do the TV thing for a year, Sean Payton did it back in, you know, maybe I need to step away and just look at the landscape, let people see me, let, let people hear me talk about the game maybe he could change the perception of whatever that is right now. So I don't know if he'll come back as a coordinator. I know he wants to be a head coach again. Yeah, Baldy, and and listen, I've had these conversations with specifically black assistants in the NFL. Fair or unfair, their second opportunities seem to be harder, okay, once they get let go. And it's, it's just what it is. And so that makes total sense because he's a hell of a coach. You know, and I wondered if he's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm out because I'm burned out a little bit. Guys get burned out. You do this all your life, and you know, and I, I just didn't know because Leslie's a hell of a coach. So that's interesting. But he'll be on NFL Network, so we'll get a chance to hear yeah. him and see him this year. Guys, we're talking about the AFC East. All right, um, and, and I agree with you by the way with Buffalo as we wrap up that that I, I like their squad. I still just don't know what's going on with Diggs. And the front office. And that is a little bit scary for me because, you know, Baldy, all it takes is one distraction, right? One one thing to go left on a season and all of a sudden things go downhill. I don't know if that's been figured out yet. Well, if it hasn't been figured out, Carl, here's, here's what will happen. 
is because if you lose a game in this league, okay, teams lose a game. You lose two games in a row in this league. I don't care who you are. <laughs> like I remember in 93, Cowboys lost the first two games. Emmett was holding out. And the sky was falling in Dallas. Now, Emmett got back in. He got the offense rolling. He won a Super Bowl. But you lose two games in this league. I don't care when they happen. The sky starts to fall. It starts to crumble. And if you have, if you have a relationship that isn't strong, whether it was Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for a period of time or Stephon Diggs, and I'm not saying it is or it is. I don't know. We right. don't know. So right. I'm not saying that. But if there is a fracture in there, it, you know, that thing, you'll we'll all see it. We'll, we'll all see it. And then it could be a bigger thing. And so, to your point, I don't know if it's healed and it's good because it seemed weird to all of us the way it went down in OTAs this year where he's in the building, he's gone. And uh, we got to get things straightened out. Next day, everything's fine. You know what I mean? It just didn't feel like it's uh, let's let's get 90 guys, let's go to camp, let's get our best 53, and let's go win it. You didn't have that feel to it for me.